This is royalty, and this is your loving, gracious, highly favorite host, Alex V, the Unproblematic King. Back on the new era, solo dolo shit. Um, before we get to our guest of the week, I want to give a shout out to our first time listeners, last time listeners, those who listen to show love, those who listen to show hate. We appreciate every single one of y'all. We got a special guest in the building. Don't call her a nurse, and she may or may not be the muse to a new R&B acts December 11th track. We got Veronica. How you doing? What's up? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. You know, I you, I hate introducing guests and not having applause, but you know, when the ad money gets there, we'll we'll, we'll get a fucking boombox and we'll do our thing. Um, but Veronica, how are you? How's how's life? How's the 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 work life of the non nurse? Um, you know, it's going good other than, you know, the whole, um, what we'll touch into later, the whole monkeypox thing that's kind of scary. Um, it's, it's, oh, you on the front lines. I'm on the front lines, honey. It's scary. You know what? <sighs> Everyone's like more scared of this one than COVID because it's like, it's physical. like a blemish, a physical blemish, yeah. right? Yeah. It's like all, the, all these skin it. routines ain't going to save you. Huh? I said all these skin routines ain't gonna save y'all. I know. Mm. Well, before we get into the topics, I really wanted to come at Veronica's neck because she be doing questionable activities out on Twitter. But before I get there, I wanted to, you know, ask you about a, a tweet that you had put out. And again, as a Twitter hoodlum, as a Twitter vet, as someone who has had multiple accounts, because I I be out here. Uh-huh. Um and mo- not burner accounts, just like I would delete it and then come back and then delete it and then come back because, you know, got to get that digital footprint out the way. Um, shout out to Les for teaching me about digital footprint. Um, but you made a reference to it t- uh, in a tweet that said like something about Twitter being nasty. It is nasty. So so when, before you made this new Twitter, which we're going to c- bring into question in a second. Okay. When was the last time you were on Twitter? I okay, so I had a Twitter from like 2011. Um, I I created it because it was the only way I could talk to my friend because she had gotten grounded and she was able to talk to me on her laptop. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I had made a Twitter, and her and I like we didn't know about direct message. We were literally tweeting at each other, like you could see it on the feed. Oh, y'all be putting all the. All the dirt out on the timeline? All the dirt, yeah, exactly. Um, and then I had it, honestly, I think I deleted it. And I I deleted it right before I started my career. Um, Smart. No, yeah, I mean, yeah, but then I now I have one again, so. But I hadn't had it in, like, maybe two years. So okay. I just, I, it was before the uh, other people's likes popped up on your feed and stuff like that. So. Is there anybody in particular that you're uh, that you, that the likes kind of caught your attention? Like, hmm, you know, people can see you, right? I'm just kidding. Don't be adding nobody. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, mm, maybe not. <laughs> Please don't. They'll text me. They'll text you for sure. They'll text me too. So, let's, yeah, we're not gonna talk about that. No, but, but honestly, definitely questionable. I definitely like will look through through my timeline, and I'm like. Why y'all liking porn? Like, I, it comes on my timeline that y'all like that. Like, you know, like, just bookmark it and keep it to yourself. Yeah, or, like, I saw one the other day, or, like, I think maybe it was even today. It was, like, oh, I don't know. Something about I need to eat in from the back. I'm, like, why are you <laughs> eating these things? Yo, there are some nasty-ass <laughs> tweets. 
like do you but damn you guys are so like yeah i think this morning i I saw a tweet that was like yo if you don't eat it from the back in the morning like don't even sleep over i'm like okay (laughs) (laughs) can we brush our teeth jesus christ um but you know clearly you came on tiktok tiktok look at me going off the script um you came on Twitter for a reason. I think you had a deeper, darker criminal link. I and it's because uh, there's a gentleman who happens to have a very successful R&B career that's blossoming. Albeit some technical issues on a on a concert. Uh, but Giveon came out with a song December 11th on his, la- on his album that he just came out with. And I just wanted to play a few lyrics and do a little bit of a, a lyric breakdown. And, you know, we can let the listeners at home know how low-key famous you are and the fact that you know like i talk about on the pod you might let him put you somewhere where no one can find you katie texas dallas texas yada 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 so let's get to the lyrics of course you sit on the couch like that butterflies in my stomach enough to make me fly away look at you look at you getting them nervous on 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 the stage how dare you? Now, now, but as we dig deeper into this, why is December 11th connected to you uh, with Mr. Giveon? Because that was the day that I saw him in concert in Houston. I flew all the way to Houston to see Giveon. Okay. All right. So that happens to be the same day as a concert. Let's dig deeper. Pretty brown eyes. What color are your eyes? My eyes are brown. <laughs> Okay, just confirming. Just confirming. Okay. I seen you from a mile away. How cheap were you on the tickets that it was a mile away? <laughs> First of all, the tickets were a general admission for everybody. So um everybody No Giveon fans would have been there like seven days before, like ten, no. in, the, in the tent. Well, my issue was that my flight landed there the same day the day of the concert and so like we got there a little bit late we went to eat and then like by the time we like got there the line was just so long but i was actually like not super far but it was giving like mile at least it was giving mile look at you shooting yourself bail (laughs) (laughs) i will say i will say throughout my journey on on this podcast i have learned a thing or two about divine timing and something about your flight being delayed just gives Gives this more credence, but, but again, we'll, we'll keep on going with this lyric video. But I was on the stage, so I couldn't get your name, but baby girl, I got your face. Do you, are you, does Giveon have a photographic memory? Do you know that? Um, he does. I'm going I'm to I'm really, I'm going to reach as far as fuck on this one, so just be prepared. According to the song, yes. So, so you say that your future baby father is uh, blessed with a photo photographic memory. Okay, we will clear this up later. <laughs> my my man is Drake, Alex. It's Drake. Wait, hold on. You're d- okay. We'll get, okay, okay. We'll, we'll we'll get to the the messy uh, situation. Go ahead. Um, I, I you know what? I got something to say after that. I right, go. <laughs> Can't believe I lost you in the crowd. Yeah, because you were cheap on the tickets. I think about you every day. It's been a lot of days. Girl, I won't be here for long. You gotta be the side So, check, baby, man. if you hear this song, can you come to me? 
pretty brown skin in Houston. Okay. Why are you not with him right now? He literally told you in the song, like, yo, pull up on me. My issue is that I've tried on all platforms. And that's the reason why I have a Twitter now. That's the only reason you have a Twitter? <laughs> that is literally why I made a Twitter. So for those of you at home, and again, she's asked me not to completely blow up her spot and name her her Twitter username. But again, you can see replies on the timeline. And she'd be like shooting her shot at Give you on every single day, and here's the thing: there's nothing wrong with that. Like, yo, shoot your shot. Like, you know, like y'all listen on the last pod. Like, me and Denny were like fucking being all fangirls about Mariah Scientist. Which, by the way, I found out she's dating Young Thug. Yo, Thug. That's no, no disrespect. That's no disrespect. I didn't know that. <laughs> I was too busy trying to figure out like how to help not motivate her next album. Um. <laughs> I lost my train of thought. Um, okay, so there's nothing wrong with shooting your shot at celebrities. Okay. Because it can happen. But my my quarrel with this whole situation for Veronica is the fact that Drake and her being Drake's is in her Twitter username. So imagine giving on did write that song about you, and then he's like, damn, Drake got it like that. You're, you named yourself Drake's whatever. I'm not going to burn your Twitter name out. How you think Give Me All Feels? He probably saw it. He only he only gets 20, 20 mentions. He ain't that big yet. <laughs> all love Give Me on. That was that was no hate. For my man like that. Second oh, of God. all, I um my okay, my TikTok name is the same name as my Twitter. So I just like had like Is it? Off. Yeah. <laughs> um I don't know. I just I just wanna know if I'm the girl or not. That's all I wanna know. I have no other ulterior motives. I just genuinely want to know, am I the girl or not? Okay. But you don't think that you're in essence cock blocking yourself because you have I... ownership to another man? Okay. Honestly. What if Giveon respects relationships? Shut up. <laughs> which, which, which based on his last album, he definitely doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't. Or this one. Um, so Honestly, like, I didn't even think about it be- until you mentioned it to me because you're like, Veronica, your username. Like, but honestly, I feel like he doesn't even be looking at the usernames. He does. No, he just. Yes, he not- does. I don't think so. I don't yes, even look- he does. I don't even look at the usernames. I look you at haven't the- had a Twitter in a minute. We look at usernames. I look at the one in bold, which is just my name. No, see, see, see that that's where I know you haven't been on Twitter in a minute. He definitely, as as a celebrity, he's like, you know, if I'm going to give, you know, a fan a shot, like, I need that fan to be, like, all me. And the fact that you're, like, over here, like, like false flagging, you know, you're like, yo, look, yo, give me an I love you, but, like, yo, I got Drake over here. Like, I don't know. It's, it's kind of messy. It's like Shade Room. Remember what I told you about, like, I'm terrified of meeting Drake? Why are you terrified of meeting Drake? Because I have such high hopes for him that I feel like if I meet him, I don't want him to like crush my my soul and my dreams. I don't I don't feel that way about Giveon. I feel like I could like genuinely meet him and it'll be cool. Uh, that's why I'm shooting my shot so much. There's there's a there's a joke in there, but I'm gonna leave it alone. Shut up. No, but uh, I don't know. He just seems more. Uh, I don't want to say doable. That's messed up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was Veronica bleep. <laughs> I don't know. I I'm gonna think... I'm gonna make this a clip and give you on on that part. <laughs> you better not. 
Why? Go ahead, go ahead. And you better what ask. If, what if that what if that gets it? What if no, that gets it done? Honestly, I was thinking that too. I was like, what if this is my way to get in, like get in? Like, what if this is my access? All, all I want, all I want is that on my stat sheet to show an assist when it happens. I want to get an assist on that one. All right. Okay, you know. <laughs> oh man, he better let me be in the studio and pretend to be an A and R for a day. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, quick question. You know, I know that you're playing uh Giveon and Drake with the same girl shit, you know. You're doing that R. Kelly Usher song, you know. That I'm sure Giveon and like Drake are texting, like, "Yo, hey, thanks for being on my on my uh, mixtape." Uh, and he's like, "Oh, you know, this girl I met in Houston." He's like, "Hmm, is it the girl that has this Twitter?" Name? You know, mm. <laughs> you're, you're gonna get caught up. But real quick, um, how does it feel to know that Drake did? Who is your man, according to your Twitter name, did not consult you for medical? treatment amidst his now corona positive situation i think it's very disrespectful uh when i saw his so he had posted that like screenshot before he announced that he had covid and i that's when i tweeted i was like why is he doing a breathing treatment and then like uh now it makes sense because this man has covid and he probably can't breathe but you're out here being all bitter like damn who he getting air from? Who taking his breath away? Who's taking his breath away? This COVID? No, but uh I wish the could have heard that joke because she would have laughed. <laughs> she's gonna listen to this episode. She's what? I said she's gonna listen to this episode. Oh, she's here in spirit in some way. <sighs> well, uh something that's not full of love now is Miss Crystal Smith and Neo. As uh, Crystal Smith, who who was married with Neo, they broke up, got back together. Um, she let us know publicly that they're not together. And she wrote out a nice little paragraph to just share her feelings on the matter. Um, personally, like, I keep all my personal stuff in the tuck. So, like, I always feel kind of weird when people be doing this. And, again, I get it. They're, quote, unquote, in the public eye. But even then, like, Beyonce didn't fucking address Jay-Z possibly doing something you know mm-hmm. i just say keep it quiet keep it pushing and let those people who are worried about it squirm because they don't get any understanding of how you feel you know but crystal didn't didn't uh didn't mince words on this one mm-hmm. so i'm about to read as crystal eight years eight years of lies and deception eight years of unknowingly sharing my life and husband with numerous of women who sell their bodies to him unprotected Every last one of them. Damn, he'll be getting it off without a condom. Yeah. This man got money. <laughs> to say I'm heartbroken, and by the way, that was me, not Crystal. She didn't say that. Um, <laughs> that'd be hilarious if she said that. To say I'm heartbroken and disgusted is an understatement. Ask me to stay and accept it is absolutely insane. The mentality of a narcissist. I will no longer lie to the public or pretend that this is something it isn't. I choose me. That I don't know why that I don't know why when people say I choose me on social media, it sounds funny. We can think of it in a second. I choose my happiness and health and my respect. I gained three beautiful children out of this, but nothing else but wasted years and heartache. Damn. I asked that you all please stop sending me videos or information of him cheating because what he does is no longer my concern. I am not a victim. I am choosing to stand tall with my head held high. 
If someone can't love you the way you deserve, then it's up to you to love yourself. With no hate in my heart, which is a lie, I wish him nothing but the best. You never, you, you're not writing that whole thing and then wishing him the best. Like, I'm calling bullshit on that one, but not in a, in, not in a rude way. It's just like, yo, if he'd been doing this for eight years and he'd be hitting them raw, like, that's not only endangering him starting another family and being uh, unfaithful. You know, you never know what you could get. And if he brings it back home, poor Crystal is going to possibly get an STD or something like that. And again, she's trusting her man to be loyal. He was not. What are your thoughts on these? Sorry. Didn't they just get married? No, they, they were married for a while and then they broke up and then he won her back and then he lost her again. Never go back, ladies. Okay, first of all, I am on record on this podcast saying I do not double back. You do not double back, especially in these types of situations. Don't. You know why? They do you dirty once, they're going to do, do you dirty again. Do you think once a cheater, always a cheater? No. <laughs> Psychological warfare. Um, I No, I don't. I think that... Um, you believe in growth? I believe in growth. I also believe that um, just because someone did you dirty doesn't mean they're going to do the next person dirty. Oh, I agree with that 100%. Um, not saying that it's right to do that. I'm just saying that I don't think... We, we would never condone that on the Royalty Podcast. Never. No, but I'm just saying, like, I just... I don't know. I, 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 I think that everybody deserves a second chance, just not with the same person. Mm. you know what i mean i feel you i feel you mm-hmm. so people came came at neo so neo made his own public statement on twitter god what do you have to say for the sake of our children my family and i will work through our challenges behind closed doors again when you post it publicly it's not really closed, yeah, doors, it's not closed but, doors anymore yeah Personal matters are not meant to be addressed and dissected in public forums. This is a public forum. It's being dissected. Sorry, Neo. <laughs> I simply ask that you please respect me and my family's privacy at this time. I am because I'm not adding you. I'm just talking about it on my podcast. <laughs> um, so I don't know if you know this about Neo. Well, he just came out with the album. It was very up-tempo, very different for him. That's all I have to say about that. I wasn't the biggest fan of it. It had some good songs. Um Neo has been kind of like on the Bow Wow train of kind of like, you know, remember when Bow Wow had a hoodie on, he did a vine and he was like, yo, they don't know who I am. And in reality, no one was really like checking for him. <laughs> that was the funniest thing ever. Remember that? No, everyone yeah, scared Bow Wow. Sorry. Well, first of all, Bow Wow is like, like timeless, but you can get the jokes off on him. Apparently, according to Orlando Brown, he has a good pussy. So you what? Of course, you know who Orlando Brown is? The, the guy from That's So Raven? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know how he always has like wild and outrageous interviews? Yes. He says that Bow Wow has good pussy. What that means, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to find out either. Like, you could just yeah. keep that. To, that could just be a, a, a lone statement. That I, I will respect their privacy on Bow Wow's pussy. Yeah, honestly. Um, yeah. <laughs> Neo had that recently, or not recently. Amidst this situation, there's a lot of people on Twitter who have a lot to say. And somebody brought up that one time she saw Neo in public and Neo was like, don't scream. And the girl was like, don't scream about what? 
Uh, look at him thinking that that uh, so sick just came out. It's been That's a while, man. Your embarrassment right there. That's so embarrassing. Also, again, this is like possible trigger warning. Um, Neo to his previous wife had told her to um, either tie her tubes or I didn't know that you could do this burn your tubes, which basically locks you down forever. Mm-hmm. So that they wouldn't have any more babies and then proceeds to leave her for Crystal Smith and have three more babies. That is so fucked up. You right? know what? It's... Neo deserves all the negative energy and bad things. Wow. That was Veronica wishing negative on another person, not me. We keep it positive at the Royalty Network. <laughs> no, that's so As a man, a man that writes the most saddest lyrics i feel like the the ones that write the uh like the most simpiest lyrics are the most toxic gibbon makes a lot of great toxic music and that he is toxic and i told you he was look at you (laughs) running for the toxic (laughs) he is and and you're the one that likes the uh the most toxic album i enjoy music it's just, you know, it's like, you know, it's like, you know, I enjoy watching Drake gamble half a million. I'm not gambling half a million. You could enjoy the art and not do it. Same. <laughs> that was a weak ass way to reference that. Um, relate. You like what? it because you can, Senda said, sometimes you like it because you can relate to it. Listen, yeah. I was, I was singing, I was singing getting some head in middle school and I had no idea what that meant. <laughs> I had no idea what that meant. Which, by the way, that is in reference. So if y'all follow me on Instagram, I posted this TikTok of a gentleman singing Your Body from Pretty Ricky with the filter that's of an obnoxiously large head. And I posted, this is me in middle school with the correct proportion of head to body because I had a bobblehead as body for a while. So I filled in a little bit. Veronica, watch your mouth. Um, And... You know, I decided to, you know, just like, you know, tap into like at some point, I don't know if we're going to dig into this pod, but I do want to talk about the nasty songs we sang along to in our youth and did not know what it meant because we were just enjoying like the bop and everything that came with it. Mm-hmm. Um, So just so you know, you know, it took a lot for I'm sure I'm, I'm sure it took a lot for Crystal Smith to come out and say this this statement. You know, it's always tough to go public with anything. Yeah. What are your thoughts on Neil liking her post? Oh my god. <laughs> it's giving petty. It's giving more than petty. That's like nasty man behavior. Right there. giving like that's what I said and I don't take it back. I give him all the negative energy in the world. That is so rude. Nasty ass. Because it's almost like he's like yeah and what? Yeah he's like oh yeah. yeah I, did that. Yeah, I yeah. took those escorts down. No condom. That's what I pay him for. That is Neo quote, not me. I like how you always have to like. No, because you know why? You know why? Because here's the thing. Veronica, there's one thing that you will know. Because I have been pushing Veronica to create a podcast because I think she would kill it and she has some experience, allegedly. Um, (laughs) People will mince your words on... I've been called out of things I've said on earlier pods and I'm like, why are you listening to episode seven? (laughs) We're on 79. Like... I've changed. And that's what I told. That's what I told you. I have. Okay. Okay. 
Okay, but but understand something. That was if this drops on seventy nine, that was seventy two episodes ago. That's over a year. If you don't think I changed in over a year, that my opinion could change. And I've been very clear on this podcast that if I'm giving information that makes me change my mind, I change my mind. I'm not I'm not stubborn. I'm not gonna die on a hill. Mm-hmm. So it just comes with it. I, it, it you're, you're you're allowing yourself to be. You're expressing yourself in a moment. It's up to you to not let that moment be you forever in terms of content. You know what I mean? Okay, Dad. I just took a sip. We just fucked up because that hurt my throat. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> um, <clears throat> oh, my God. <sighs> you, you know what? Besides you apologizing to me, Apologize are you? What? I'm transitioning. Okay. <laughs> are you aware of the Oscar slap heard around the world? Yes. There was Mr. Will Smith, mm-hmm. Mr. I Don't Cuss in his rap music, Parents Don't Understand, slapping comedy legend himself, Chris Rock, because Chris Rock made jokes towards Jada Smith. And to be quite honest, I kind of wish he made jokes about the infidelities, but again, they're cool. So he won't do that because that's his boy. But, you know, that slap happened. Uh, it fucking shocked Hollywood for a hot minute. It it took a it took a hard break on Will Smith's uh, movie efforts and has created quite a bit of, um, of, of, a, of a rumble. Will Smith has decided to go public on an apology. And I have my opinion on it. Um, I'm sure you do too, because I forced you to watch it before we came on the pod. Um, and I'm going to go ahead and play it on screen because there's just a lot to kind of unpack with it. And again, like I said, it stopped his bag. And I think, well, I'll let you make the inference on that. Chris, um, and the, mes- the message that came back is that uh, he's not ready to talk. And when he is, he will reach out. Um, so I will. I will say to you, uh, Chris, I apologize to you. Uh, my behavior was unacceptable, and I'm here whenever you're ready to talk. Um, I, I want to apologize to. Chris's mother. I saw an interview that Chris's mother did. And, you know, that was one of the things about that moment. I just didn't realize. And, you know, I wasn't thinking, but how many people got hurt in that moment. So I want to uh, apologize to Chris's mother. I want to apologize to uh, Chris's family, uh, specifically Tony Rock. You know, we had a great relationship, you know, Tony Rock was my man um and uh this this is this is probably irreparable um i spent the last three months um replaying and understanding the nuances and and the complexities okay so i saw a lot of memes of jada being behind the camera (laughs) So I will point out, I have been very publicly on record on 
I didn't have a podcast at the time that the entanglement came out, but I had a couple guest spots. Shout out to my guys. That, that their podcasts don't run, or else I would have mentioned their names. But I had a lot of opinions on the entanglement and the way in which Jada kind of tried to minimize the damage on it, and about the way in which Will Smith has had to gracefully walk past it. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know, I see all the sentiments and I know I, all the women on Twitter were like, if my man don't slap another person who disrespected me, I don't want it. And it's like, okay, I get it sis. But like, are you having an entanglement? Like, yeah, honestly, I didn't, I didn't watch the, um, the slap because one thing about me, I secondhand embarrassment will ruin my entire day. So I rather not watch it. I knew about it and embarrassment was, on which side real quick embarrassment on which side chris rock okay no no just want to clarify just want to clarify oh no yeah because that's just so like i don't know like will smith should have known like that's just his job to do that to just make jokes you know and it wasn't that big of a deal personally to personally yeah, yeah, yeah i agree with you i i didn't think the jokes were crazy if he was making jokes about infidelity at Will Smith, I understand at that point because he it I'm sure it takes a lot for Will Smith to just walk past August in the hallway when he like gets home. But like <laughs> but like you know what I'm saying? Like a comedian Will Will knows a comedian is touching different aspects of life, uh both positive, both tragic, and trying to create a laugh out of it. Mm-hmm. And you know, Chris Rock meant no harm. He again, and, and and this is this comes into the argument about the way in which comedy is quote unquote under attack. Because I love the comedians that are fucking assholes. And again, that might be a trend because I like the toxic music. I like the asshole comedians. Um, I just really enjoy like the no holds bar comedy, and I I like that he did that with Jada because to me it's like comedy supposed to be an escape it's supposed to be like a journey that you're going through like i enjoy going to comedy shows like i mm-hmm. i fucking i cannot wait to go see schultz's fucking special if i can i, I think they're already done but like comedy supposed to be an escape it's supposed to mm-hmm. touch everybody like no one's free from the jokes and it's supposed to be fun and i feel like people kind of especially with the woke culture and about oversensitive sense being oversensitive to certain things and trying to, and again, mental health is very important to me. I, I, I personally have gone to therapy. I go to therapy. Like I'm, I'm with that, mm-hmm. but it's time and place. You know, it's not like Chris Rock was talking shit about Jada. Mm-hmm. He was making a joke. And I think in those, and especially like at award shows like that, nobody is safe at any, no. at any show. Like they've done it time and time and time again. And I feel like, like I said, the whole secondhand embarrassment thing, like, well, even when I was younger, like, when that part would come on or the comedian would come on and start talking about, you know, like, making, like, you know, their little mean jokes, I would always switch the channel and then put it back when they were done because I just didn't like the the way it made me feel. Like, I didn't like the secondhand embarrassment. So, um, but I think it's just, this is not something new, you know? Like, no, no, not at all. He took it way too personal. Um, I agree. So. I mean, and here's the, it, it's that, it's that, that subtle line in the sand of like when to defend your significant other and when to understand it's just jokes. Yeah. Like to me, this whole situation, 
it feels like a PR stunt to me, and I'll tell you why. Someone who has like really enjoyed the Shade Room, the Hollywood Unlocked, all this fucking like media shit. Like I enjoy that. Like I enjoy pop culture. To me, it's like fascinating. I love all everything that goes with entertainment. To me, this feels like a PR stunt. To me, this feels like Will Smith's team has like, hey, let's get a temperature check. You're clearly not everyone's favorite right now because there's so much of an indifferent opinion on what you did and how you acted. Let's do this. Let's let it be known that you have reached out to Chris Rock. The only thing I have against this is now that there's like this unfair timer now on Chris Rock, who happens to be on a world tour with Kevin Hart. Is, is Chris Rock just supposed to stop in between his like pre- pre- uh, preparation for these shows and be like, mm-hmm. make a response video? Like he already told Will like, hey, I'm not ready to talk. I'm I'm focusing on my career on this tour. Like I need to just like get away. I don't need to address this yet. Uh-huh. And it kind of goes in line with like, you don't owe people your attention like if someone apologizes to you you could appreciate it but you don't have to address it right away especially if you've been done wrong mm-hmm. and and again i give a lot of credit to chris tucker because getting slapped like that and still continuing the show not breaking character keeping the show going because you know that it's the oscars there's so much on the line there's so much there's so many eyes on you in terms of like you and will I understand why Chris Rock doesn't want to talk with Will yet. Like, I'd be like, yo, if I held it down and kept it cool and kept it cordial and pushed this to the next part, and then I saw that all these celebrities came to Will Smith's aid and Jada's aid and said, are you guys okay? Man, I got slapped on national television. Yeah. <laughs> and I not only did I hold it together, here's the thing. There are a lot of people who I know. If you put hands on me, I'm putting hands on you. Chris Rock had nerves of steel to not retaliate. So I don't know. To me, it's like it doesn't sit well with me. And again, like this might be just in line with Will Smith and Jada Smith and the Smith family. That 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 household is not uh, America's darling family like they used to be the entanglement and everything else that kind of has been, you know, you start hearing all these these rumors about their relationship and everything else. And it's just like, you know, I don't need to hear this about Will Smith and Jada anymore. Like, I'm done. They're not the a couple no more. Like yeah. that, 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 that Will and Jada love on that J. Cole song means oh, nothing. I mean, to me now. Take that out. Take that out. No, I, I will lower the volume on purpose and then turn it back when it's over. Like, I don't want to hear that. The Jada and Will love is disgusting and I don't want it. If it's entanglement, that's toxic shit. I'm done with that. Like, fuck that. Wait, so you don't think, you don't think that he was, he was being genuine about the apology? Like, you don't, you really don't think that he meant it? I do think he genuinely meant the apology. It's to me, Will Smith making it a spectacle. That is so rare for me to see an apology video from someone of the character of Will Smith. Will Smith, to me, he planned his Jada's birthday for like three years. She, By the way, she didn't appreciate it. That's another story. Um, he's a very thoughtful person. I, I genuinely think he's a caring individual just from what I've seen publicly. To me, again, just because it's a PR stunt doesn't mean he didn't mean it genuinely. I just think that it was a temperature check because this team needed to know like, all right, how are we going to leverage this? Are we going to victimize ourselves or are we going to pin it as like, it's, you know, I was defending my wife. I feel that also like the fact that, um, like Chris had said that he wasn't like ready to talk about it. Like why at that point? Yeah. Why make a video about it? PR stunt. 
I 100 percent. This, 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 this is an industry term. It's a it's a temperature check. You are trying to see what the masses feel. Clearly, his team is trying to you know see what royalty is going to have to say about it, and they're going to see like, okay, oh shit, Alex is like so against it. Oh, we got to pull this back. We got. I'm just kidding. Um, but like, they're going to see how media outlets handle it. Um, they're going to see the comments on the shade room. They're going to see how TMZ eats it up and chews it out. Mm-hmm. It just feels in disingenuine from a person who I deem to believe a genuine individual. I definitely think Will Smith is a good person. I 100% believe it. Mm-hmm. I just think this was a management move and he was just following their orders because he trusts his team as you should if you are in the industry for as long as he's been. You got to trust your team that they're putting you in a correct position. I just think it's a bad look. I agree. I really do. I I, I think that I think that that should have been kept personal. Like if if it was, I don't even know how to. I'm never publicly apologizing, no matter how big this podcast gets. I'm never publicly apologizing. Ever. I just feel like there was no need. Like he didn't. He doesn't need to. He doesn't need to tell us that he apologized. Like he. Like he really doesn't. Like okay, cool. Like the only people that need to know are the people involved. That's it. No one else needs to know. Exactly. Like people forgot about that anyway. Like. Well, not really. People still kind of bring it up, but like, no, nah, no, nah, no, no, I fell off because they really weren't making. Re- Listen, I'm a Twitter goon. My algorithm is phenomenal. It was not coming up. <laughs> well, then, yeah. See, then it makes even more sense. Like, why even? We're not talking about it anymore. We moved on. Yeah. Well. Well. Love you. Still think that you're a phenomenal person. You might want to just let the team know that Alex from Royalty said to back the fuck up off this uh, media run because it's not going to look good for you. Um, You know what else I say nope to? Nope. The movie Nope. (laughs) Now, Veronica has uh, is shady, and she didn't want to watch the movie before she came on the pod, so now I cannot release spoilers. Um, So there's no spoilers, so I'm just going to talk generically about this. Uh, Veronica, when you did did you watch the trailer? No. Okay, that's fine. I, I actually don't recommend watching the trailer for this movie because it does nothing. Right? Um, it doesn't even make any sense, right? That's what everyone's saying. Like what you expect the movie to be about is not what it's about. You to me it's like like Jordan Peele is such a unique movie director in the way in which he puts forth the material. So a lot of movies are quote unquote what I like to call spoon fed content where it just puts it in your face and doesn't make you think about it. Mm-hmm. Jordan Peele makes you think about it. Like his movies are meant to be watched more than once because you'll catch references to pop culture, um, historical references towards the plot. Um, and, and one thing that I found out because I am a fucking know it all. So I need to know everything about everything I watch. Don't roll your eyes. And I, I watched multiple videos on Nope when I finished it. And they they have a common theme where they'll have a biblical verse in the beginning of the movie that basically dictates, in, in essence, the plot of how – what the movie is going to, co- like, try to come across. And in this movie, it says, uh, peel nods to the capacity of destruction at the start of the film, opening it with Bible verse – I don't Nahum. I, listen, I don't. I don't subscribe. Nahum three six, and I will cast abominable filth upon thee, and make thee vile, and will set thee as a spectacle. 
that's when you watch the movie with this brain is like, oh shit, he did that. Yo, he did that. Please. <laughs> so in essence, he taps into human selfish whims, like the twists, the details that paint a bigger picture of society. There's like, I enjoy movies that make me rewatch them. Like I enjoyed us. I enjoyed get out. I enjoyed all the metaphors. I enjoyed everything to me. I love that. Because, again, I am, quote-unquote, a know-it-all. So I like to just know all these details and catch all these notes. Like, I'm the person that'll, like, look, Disney Plus, there's a Kenobi show. There's a Moon Knight show. I watched YouTube videos after to make sure I didn't miss anything in the show. Because I was like, ooh, ooh, I don't want to miss this. Ooh, is that a reference, you know? So I get why some people wouldn't like it because some people want to go to the movies and just have everything spoon fed to them. And that's okay. That's your, that's, that's you, your type of movie go. I'm not going to shame anybody for that. I personally am going to watch this movie again and I will come out with so many different things. And what can I say? That's not giving anything away. Well, that's why I told you I don't want to see it. Cause I like being spoon fed. I don't like to have to guess what this meant or what that meant, or, you know, I, I'd rather just tell me, like, okay, this is what happened, and I'll never have to think about it again. Okay, how about you just tell me about your extraterrestrial experience, then, since you want to, you know, just want to spoon-feed people, spoon-feed my listeners. <laughs> okay, so... This I, is a true story. She's not making it up. I checked. I'm not making it up, you guys. So... She's totally in, lying. I'm telling the truth. No, back in 2012... Ooh, the class of champions. No, I had graduated already. I was, uh, me and my little sister, we were going to go put gas in my car. Um, And I actually live in the same area. Like my house right now uh, is literally right across the street from where I saw the UFO. Time out. What do you call your house? The hot girl house. (laughs) Why do you call it the hot girl house? Oh, Jesus. Here we go. Anyway. Dax, I'm just kidding. Stop. Dax. Um, so I me and my sister, me and my little sister, we were gonna go put gas in my car, and then she had said, Oh my god, Veronica, do you see that? And I look at her and her face is literally like ghost white. I look to my left and I literally I see like how we see in the movies, like the circular literal UFO with a little ball on top. It was pink and it was purple and it had like these those big lights underneath and everything just like the ones you see on the movies and so anyway she wanted me to turn around and go back home and i was like bro we need gas i can't like i have to put gas and uh so i put gas look at you trying to get the abducted <laughs> I know. but i mean it was it was like a busy time of the day too like it wasn't like completely dark out yet or anything and so i got to the gas station and there were some people like taking photos of it, but some people were completely ignoring it. And I had told somebody, I was like, Hey, do you see that? Or am I tripping? And like, he looked and he was like all like, uh, flabbergasted. And he took a photo of, of the it. day. Huh? Word of the day. Word of the day. Flabbergasted. And, uh, and I turned back around and it was gone. Like it, like, like that in a blink of an eye, it, it, it left. Wait, I, I thought, I thought, wait, were you not going to tell people you were on Molly? I'm joking. Joking. Jokes. Jokes. She's, she's not a drug user. I was not. Allegedly. I was, like, I was like 17 years old. My sister was like 14. People be doing perks at 15. I'm not in Fresno, California. 
Hey, you burn yourself out. That's hilarious. We're wholesome. We're wholesome over here. Throw the Fresno jokes in the comments. Thanks. No, but um, then I had went home and I told my dad, and then my dad hopped in the car and was like, uh, "Alien hunting." Um, I was like, "Dad, it's gone. It's not like he thought that it like would have like crashed in like a big field. Like he went to like this big field to go look for it." And I was like, "Please." And what are you gonna do when you see it, Dad? What are you gonna do when you see it? No fisticuffs. You gonna fight that shit? I mean, I, I hope I never see one again because it was honestly terrifying. And anything involving aliens, I'm not a I'm not a big fan of because it genuinely scares me. That's why this movie. Um, Are you not a fan of illegal aliens? I love me an illegal. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> is is that your only time experiencing aliens? Yes. Can you please watch American Horror Story um, Asylum and ex- and tell me the, the similarities and differences in terms of the alien situation? Didn't I just tell you I don't like watching things with aliens because they scare me? Wait, so how are you going to watch Nope? That's what I said. I was like, that's why I kind of don't want to watch that movie. <laughs> Fresnoians. <sighs> Because I, I will I will literally have a nightmare. Like, because I they could probably hear me talking about them right now. They would have grabbed you already. There's a documentary on Netflix of this guy that had like had aliens like always coming to his house. Um, and one of them was so cute. It was like a little baby alien. I wouldn't mind seeing that one. What if what if what if Dax was an alien? He'd be the cutest alien ever. Dax is a dog, by the way. A dog with way too much drip for his own good. <laughs> that that dog can make a one piece look good. <laughs> um okay, anything else? Any other details you want to share before the US government takes my pod down because you gave out uh critical information towards the alien race? No. Shout out to the aliens. If you guys are listening, I love you. Don't hurt me. Yo, pull, pull me up for a pod. <laughs> That'd be the interview of the century. Uh, um, okay. So I recommend watching Nope. Don't listen to Veronica. It's a phenomenal movie. If you want a spoon-fed movie, don't watch that because it, you're gonna have to work for what's the word for fulfillment because there's so much. Pay attention to the freaking chimp in the movie it makes it'll it'll all add up it'll all add up no it's not spoiling anything because there's no way there's no way if i would have said that to me before the movie that it would have given anything away because it doesn't involve anything with aliens it's just a metaphor whatever you say (sighs) here we go um before we get before i put you on the spot and have you involve yourself with 805 cheese man um we got some new music drops this past weekend. We had Ben Riley freelance, and again, I was not the biggest fan of it. Ben Riley, I fuck with you. The last album in, in 2021, Fire. This one, I enjoyed it, but it wasn't what I expected. Uh, Wiz Khalifa came out with Multiverse, which was a very up-tempo vibe. Wiz Khalifa had bullied his DJ in LA. We'll get into that on another pod. Um, and then Beyonce came out. I listened to three songs. Heated kind of fire. Thick kind of fire. Other than that, I have not listened to the album. Beehive, don't come for me. Come for Veronica. 
I wish I had her Twitter name so y'all could go for her directly. <laughs> um, did you tap into any new music this week or were you too busy uh, saving lives, not being a nurse? <laughs> I, I didn't, I haven't listened to, I've only listened to the ones that you sent me, but I don't know if they were new or not. You sent me like, Oh, the Rory songs. Those, but you sent me some other ones too, but I don't know. If they, actually, yeah, they were new. The ones you sent me, you sent me like a, a like a bunch of them. The one with um, Black. I don't oh, know. I did. Black. I did. Uh, Miss Indy, Miss India. God bless her. Yeah, those were all actually pretty good songs. Oh, no, no. The one with India and Black. Oh, that's fire. That she liked my tweet. Good. India, I love you. God bless you. God bless you for, for liking my tweet. I'm, Made my day. How, why are these people acknowledging your tweets but not mine because i have a semi-popular podcast i'm just kidding <laughs> i'm gonna need you guys to follow me expedition i'm gonna need you to make a podcast i'm gonna need you to make a podcast have Giveon on he'll admit his love for you y'all get married he funds your podcast you're gonna blow up bigger than my podcast and then you'll be happy and you won't i'll be happy if my podcast is bigger than yours uh I- i'm happy for people in my life who are doing well Aww. Look at you! Look at you trying to make this evil. Not the unproblematic king. Always see, there's a K on my shirt. Like it's unproblematic always. But before we get into the messy talk, I did want to ask you a question. So, like I mentioned on the, at the top of the the pod, you are not a nurse. You are involved in the medical field, mm-hmm. and we now are in, you know. Mr. Newsom announced a state of emergency regarding monkeypox. So I'm just going to read this quote and I'm just going to, I'm going to ask you some questions. And again, if it's traumatic or anything, please let me know. I don't want to put you in a triggered state. California is working urgently across all levels of government to slow the spread of monkeypox, leveraging our robust testing, contact tracing, and community partnership strengthened during the pandemic to ensure that those most at risk are our focus for vaccines, treatment, and outreach. Now, monkeypox is a rare disease similar to smallpox, though usually milder. It is largely spreading among men who have sex with men, as well as transgender and non-binary people. Though health officials warn that anyone can contract, look at me even now, losing my ability to read, contract the virus through direct contact with infectious sores, scabs, or body fluids, or by touching clothing and bedding used by a person with the virus. Nearly 800 cases have been confirmed in California, according to the California Department of Public Health's most recent data as of Thursday, which is last week. The state reported that 98.3% of these cases were confirmed in men, the majority of whom identify as part of the LGBTQ community. The proclamation makes it easier for the state to coordinate its response to the outbreak by ordering all state agencies to follow the direction. So basically, it's just they're prepping. But I wanted to ask you, I have not had anybody in the medical field where I was able to ask them. We're clearly in a good state with COVID to an extent where, you know, things are not as serious as it was before. But I wanted to ask you, as someone who was on the front lines, when we first started coming into the pandemic, what was your thought as somebody who worked in the field? Like, how, what was the fear? What was the rumors? What was the rumblings? Because I'm sure with you and your peers, there was a lot going on you guys, you guys were texting each other like yo is it safe uh you know what does this mean for us so like you know if you don't mind i kind of just want to ask you like you know as we're quote unquote embarking on an, a state of emergency what was it like during the pandemic when we were starting to kind of gear towards this is becoming serious well i started okay i'm a respiratory therapist you guys so she I, said before the pod she wasn't going to give it up and then she gives it up big of a deal whatever um 
I so I I was brand new when the um, like how brand new brand new like I had just graduated I had just passed my state boards after I passed my state boards I got hired three weeks after that so I started in October 2020 can I ask you a question huh can I ask you a really quick question yeah this is serious so I heard that during when in 2020 when the pandemic was like at full rambunctiousness Mm-hmm. They were allowing people to graduate early because they needed more people to come aid in this in the hospital. Is that correct? They mentioned something about us being able to start early to help out. And like um, there was like this form that we had like a couple of us in my class, like we were about to graduate in like a, like a month or two. We had like filled out a form that we were able to start work early but then we all got too scared because we didn't want to be like on the, in, front lines. on the front lines, like so yeah. soon, like we we're honestly terrified, but no, like when I started, it was absolutely horrible. And literally like after my first couple of days, I started looking up like new careers. Like I started looking up, I was looking up to go back to school already. I had just graduated. And I was like, Veronica was like online. How do I make a podcast? Honestly? No. Yeah. It was, it was, it was really bad. Like, and now I think, as sad as it seems, like, I feel like I've become, like, numb to it. Um, I think that, um, not numb, I still, I, I mean, I care about, like, you know, I care about all my patients, like, deeply, like, I really do. And I think that sometimes that affects me more, because I care so much. Um, but I mean, right now, it's not as bad. There's a lot of COVID positive patients that we have, but it's not it's not really affecting their respiratory, um, their respiratory system as much as it was before, which, which, is I'm, which I'm sure like being involved with respiratory, with the disease that affects the breathing yeah. probably made you feel like, Ooh, like these people's lives are in my hands. I'm fresh out of school. Like there's more pressure than it in quote unquote, non pandemic times. Yeah, it was, it was, it was definitely bad. Like I said, I was looking up new careers. I wanted to go back to school like expeditiously. I was like, let's go back and let's do something else because I did not want to do this anymore. Um, that is hilarious. Look at you like finishing and you're like, I know. my job is a fry cook. I focus SpongeBob. Let's, let, let, let's become a fry cook. Dude, it was, it was so bad. Like I, but I mean, I got through it and I feel like I, gained like three years experience within working like a couple months like it was just but now that it's calmed down like I feel like my job my job feels like a lot easier because I don't have as much as a burden not a burden but like a pressure pressure. yeah stress like it's not as it's still stressful but it's not as stressful as it was so I am thankful for that and I'll appreciate that for as long as it lasts I'm going to stay in RT. I'm not going to move on. Is there any, as we're entering this, this state of emergency, is there any, I guess, uh, tips that don't involve you burning yourself out in your career that you could give to people who are kind of already getting nervous about this situation? Is there anything like, you know, cleanliness? Well, first of all, y'all should be washing your hands. By the way, I just want to point out, I find it disgusting that I was hearing people telling me telling me that in public bathrooms, they that they were just starting to like kick the bathroom knob with their with their shoe instead of with their hand. And I was like, y'all were touching that with your hands? <laughs> like, y'all are nasty. Shout out Denny. Denny's a nasty, Denny's a nasty person. 
I can't wait. To, he's going to text me as soon as he hears this. He's, he's going to be down the hall. Yes. He's going to be down the hall. Um, I mean, yeah, wash your hands. Uh, I think monkeypox is a viral infection, so you can get it contact um, through, like, coughing, sneezing. So, but, yeah, it's it's crazy how, like, in the beginning I wasn't as, like, scared of it, but now it's starting to uh, – it's starting You're starting to, to feel it a little bit. I'm starting to feel it. It's getting a little close. Is 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 the community that you work with, like the staff, doctors, everybody, are are they starting to kind of like? Are there murmurs of like a real shutdown? Like like, and again, if you can't answer this, like don't answer it. Like don't get yourself in trouble. But is there a real chance for a shutdown to really happen, or do you think that this is all still kind of precautionary? Don't freak out yet. Don't buy toilet paper until I buy PNG stock. <laughs> um, honestly, I I haven't heard anybody talk about it. Okay, so yeah. it, it hasn't gotten bad enough that it's no. in the circles. In the no one actually, no one actually has talked about it at the, at the hospital. Um, I've only seen it on like Twitter and Instagram and stuff. I haven't, I haven't talked to any doctors or anything about it. Um, but I honestly like, I'm not. I'm not that educated with monkeypox. I just know, like, I don't know if, like, you, I, like, do you go to the hospital for it? Like, do you, do they give you an ointment? Like, do you get. I'm not, I'm, I'm not that guy. I have no idea. I'm not the guy to ask. I think, honestly, like, I think I looked it up a little bit. I think it's only those little sores that you get. I don't think that it's, like, um, to where like you would get like admitted into the hospital but i think it is spreading because it went from like zero to 100 real quick shout out to drake i guess <laughs> uh so i think that's why i don't think it's something that you get hospitalized for but okay. I, um uh i think the fact that it it literally like i said it went from zero to 100 real quick that people are starting to get scared and now they're like oh maybe we should do a lockdown so that'll stop spreading blah 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 which, if we do do that, you don't need to stay home because you know what happened with like with COVID. Like no one stayed home. Like everyone was at a house party. All right. Well, you heard it here first. An unofficial opinion uh, from a healthcare professional on monkeypox. Be safe. Wash your hands. Wash your ass. Do your thing. Like just, just keep it clean. Um, before we wrap things up, I you know we did have the toxic truth, and I. When I have a guest on, when, every time I have a guest on, I'm going to ask them the 805 cheese mess situation and Veronica, who will be frequenting to 805 to hang out with Celeste, shout out Celeste. Um, You know, you might run into somebody who wrote these questions, um, but I'm going to ask you to give your opinion, not your advice, disclaimer, disclaimer, disclaimer on these situations. Are you ready? My boyfriend has a dog he absolutely loves. He calls him his buddy and best friend, and they do everything together. The dog is okay. <laughs> That's rude. <laughs> He's just a dog that he adopted. Wow, adopting adoption shaming. I like the dog and have no problem with the dog. It doesn't sound like it. But just as our relationship was going places and I thought we were getting serious, he dumped me. He told me that he loves me and would love me to be with would love to be with me. But one thing is holding him back. He said he can't be with someone who doesn't love his dog as much as he does. I didn't know what to say. So I told him the truth. I like the dog, but it's not my dog. It's his dog. 
And I'm glad he has his best friend, but I'll never feel as close to his dog as he does. And that's when he said we needed to end the relationship now because it would only get harder and more painful later. I was real quick after I finish this, I do have to share some really sad news that just popped up on my phone. I was confused. Is this for real? How should I handle this? Just accept it and move on or go fight for my guy written by not my dog. Pretend the dog's Dex, just for context. No, okay, so she, there's some underlying context there. I think that she's probably mean to the dog or is like, oh, the dog's here again or like something like that because I feel like just like her not loving on the dog or something like that, like it has to be, there has to be an underlying issue there. It's more than that. Like she's probably mean to him or like, um, like doesn't want him near them or something like that because for me, Dax is not my dog, but I love him so much. So I feel like there's some, like, there has to be, like, a bigger deal there. It's there's awesome. some beef there. Why, how, where are you finding these from? Uh, they're to a local radio station. People just leave their business on Facebook. I don't get them. Shout out Danny. Danny gets them for me. Oh, okay. So what do you? What, what advice do you give to her? Do you, do you tell her to fight for him? Do you tell her to just like move on and find somebody with a cat? I think that it's not that big of it. I think that she can change. If she really loves him, that she could, um, she can fix it. It's fixable. It's not, it's not that big of a deal. It's fixable for sure. So if she tells him like, Hey, like I'm willing to try to love your dog <laughs> to make this work, then I think that she should do that. So I feel like list, if you're a dog I lover, I feel like if you're a dog lover and your your significant other doesn't like dogs, that's gonna be a problem. Like you can work it out, but it's gonna be a problem. It's because there's there's a lot of of uh, of uh, fuck, what's the word? Damn it, what's the word? Not not compensation. It's a. Uh, uh. I don't know what we're, you're thinking of either, but I I think that usually like you would know right away if you're if the guy you're talking to has a dog because that's what they're gonna want to talk about right away. So if you can't deal with dogs, and again that was Veronica's opinion, not her advice. Disclaimer, disclaimer, disclaimer. Next question: I have a dilemma, and could use some outsider's opinion from Fresno. So my boyfriend and I of eight years have an open relationship. I don't trip when he's sexing other guys or hooks up with them. It's right? what it's what works. Wow, look at you judging already. That's Veronica. Good. That's Veronica canceling him. Um, it's what works for our relationship. Here's my dilemma. I caught him today texting my sister's husband who has three kids with. I noticed he was taking long in the shower, so I snuck up on him and acted really weird. And he acted really weird, too. I saw his phone, so I was like, why are you messaging? And he said, no, look at me fucking slurring. Who are you messaging? And he said, no one. He refused to let me see, and I was like, oh, so you're not going to show me now? So I took his phone, and I see that he's sexting and exchanging nudes with my brother-in-law. I was pissed. I told him, of all people, why him? And why would you want to ruin my sister's marriage? He was crying, begging me for forgiveness and to not tell no one. He told me this was the first time. It's never gone further. I ain't mad that he was sexting and sending nudes because, like I said, we are in an open relationship, but I'm mad that it was my brother-in-law. I don't know if I should tell my sister or just stay quiet. If I tell her, it's going to ruin the relationship my whole family has with my boyfriend, but I all, but also my sister deserves to know what type of man she with. 
What should I do? Signed, confused in the 805. Go ahead. One thing about the 805, you guys are messy over there. 559 would never. Listen, there's an unproblematic division, and you need to acknowledge it, but go ahead and answer this question. Okay, well, first of all, disclaimer, I didn't mean it like that. I just wasn't expecting him to say guy. Whoa. Whoa. Cancel her. Someone get Will Smith's PR team. Stop. No, but um, so tell your sister expeditiously, first and foremost. Veronica's not a TI fan, by the way. She just found that word somehow. Yeah. I always say expeditiously because me and my friends say it. And then Alex is like, oh, do you like TI? I said, what the hell? So anyway. I think this um, podcast is called Expeditiously or something. It is called Expeditiously. I looked, yeah. it, I looked it up. He'd be jocking his whole flow, but whatever. My bad. Um, anyway, yeah. So I, you need to tell your sister Expeditiously because what I'm getting from this is it's, it's two gay men in an open relationship is what I'm getting from it. And... Um, which it's fine if you're if you if you have an open relationship, it's fine. Like I know people that have had an open relationship and it works sometimes for them. Um, but I think that when it gets when you have an open relationship, it's supposed to be open, right? Like why are you hiding things? So when it comes to the hiding, and that's when it starts getting a little bit messy. Especially <laughs> with being transparency. Your, yeah. So especially with your <laughs> your uh your sister's husband there's an issue there you need to let her know and you need to leave your boyfriend because that's not right that's my opinion on it tell her stat you wouldn't you don't think that he should tell her no i agree with you i agree with you don't listen family's forever unless you hate your sister that's another conversation if you want to be petty but like family is forever and family to me extends beyond just blood because some blood ain't family and some family ain't blood. And again, that was Veronica's opinion, not her advice. Disclaimer, disclaimer, disclaimer. I don't know. I love how that became a thing to say on the spot. Um, last one. I had dated a girl in high school. She went to Fresno High who dumped me when she went off to college. A few years later, I ran into her mom in Fresno. I'm lying. It doesn't say Fresno. I know you are. She was separated from her husband and trying to figure life out. We had a few drinks and started an affair that lasted about a month. She and her husband got back together, and I went on with my life. A couple years later, I reconnected with her daughter, and we started dating again. Yo, what the fuck? By the way, I don't read these before because I want to be just as surprised. I never told her about what happened between her mom and I. My first visit to her parents' house, her mom was very nervous. Later that night, she cornered me, hey, you, me to ask if I had told her daughter about us. I told her I hadn't, and she made me promise not to say anything ever. Fast forward to 4th of July weekend. Sounds kinky already. Her mom got a little drunk and flirted with me and when no one was around. Still, on the kinky vibe. I shut it down, but it made me realize I was not being honest with my girlfriend. I felt like the worst person. I haven't told her, but I feel like I should. I feel like she needs to know, but if I tell her, she's going to be upset. I held on to it for so long. If I don't tell her and she finds out later, it'll be even worse. What should I do? Signed, need to confess. If you want to be with her, I would say do not tell her. Because I feel like... I'm doing it for the hot boy, the city boys. Boys up on this one, because I Okay, so when when he was messing around with the mom, they were together, right? 
this was before he was back with the daughter. So well, uh, in terms is- of friends, if you are of the Caucasian and you enjoy the Caucasian content, it was a break or a breakup, however you want to say it. But it was in between the safe range. We're on a break. So I feel... Marka, how would you feel if a guy ended up like, again, respectfully, uh, had relations with your mother? Let's say that this is not your current situation and they had relations with your mother. They dated you, but they didn't tell you. How would you feel? I would rather not know. I don't want to know. I will have you and Celeste on the pod because I have this theory. Never mind. I don't want to say it, but I'll say it off the air because I don't want to tease it because it's a good topic. But there's the theory I have about relating to that topic, but we will get to it again. Continue. So you said you'd rather not know. I'd rather not know. If it was done while we weren't together, then I would rather not know. Like, I don't, I feel like I'm big on that. Like, if, if we're together and then we break up and I'm, like, talking to someone else, like, that, that's none of your business. That's none of your business. Hot girl summer. Yeah, it's none of your business what I did or who I was with. So I feel like if we're back together, it just didn't happen. So is that how you deal with Gibeon and Drake? Like, it's, like, in between breaks, you go between both gentlemen and, like, you're like, yo, I'm back. The six. Or you're like, oh, I'm back. Let's go on beach. Like, is that how you kind of, like, balance it? Yes. But if you're listening... Yeah, who's listening? Who's listening? That's not true. Um, to Drake or Gibeon? The world may never know. But they will. Uh, uh, but yeah, I think that it, if you want it to work out, you need to not tell her and never mess with a nasty-ass mom again. Period. Nasty-ass mom. Her mom's fucking nasty as hell for messing around with her daughter's ex. What, what if her mom wanted to have a hot girl summer? There's plenty of younger men that have not been with your daughter that are available and that would love to mess around with you. You do not have to do it. Like, I'm sure he has friends that would be like, that would, I'm sure she's a hot mom. So I'm sure that there would be plenty of people that would love to do that with her. She chose the wrong one. And again, that was Veronica's opinion, not her advice. Disclaimer, disclaimer, disclaimer. All right. Well, Veronica gave her opinion to the 805. If you see her out with Celeste, let her know if that was you and you don't agree with her. Tell her, like, mind your business, even though you put your business on Facebook for some reason. Um, <laughs> um, final thoughts. Uh, anything you want to say? Anything relating to the topics? Anything you want to say to uh, the community that's afraid of monkeypox? The community that uh, is curious about the hot girl house? Um, <laughs> go ahead. No, but I would like to thank you for the opportunity for uh, being on royalty. It's been a long-awaited, um, long-awaited uh, appearance. This is a good conversation. I, I definitely am going to have you and Drake be doing something dirty or something funny because I need you and Celeste expeditiously on that one because y'all, y'all going to tell me his like his latitude and longitude of where he was when he did it because y'all be like extra as fuck on that stuff. Um, but no, no, it was great. It was a great conversation. Uh, good to know that you're not irrational on the Will Smith thing and that you might be an alien for all we know. Um, but for my final thoughts, um, please y'all be careful. We're in a state of emergency. Wash your hands, wash your ass, be careful. Like don't take it as lightly as we might've taken the last one. You know, some people were traveling to other cities to interact with celebrities and, you know, putting themselves and others in danger. (laughs) But you know what? Like, again, do your thing. Again, Will Smith, love you, bro. You are, you've been in, in, 
a man of integrity throughout my entirety of childhood and adulthood. Mm-hmm. Not a great look. You keep the apologies private. I think they mean more that way. Um, but that's it. Um, and again, uh, not again, but check us out on IG, YouTube, Twitter, and TikTok, Royalty Network. This is episode 79, and we're wrapping this thing up. There's a beauty in transparency. There's a beauty in discrepancy. This is royalty with love. The peace line wasn't even in the the frame. (laughs) 